0: Hello my beautiful beanies and welcome to the bean for Friday, last bean of the year. Um, I'm not really doing anything special apart from turning up, which is pretty special. Uh, we, we need to talk about roadside drug testing, that seems festive. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll also uh, talk about uh, too much tourism in New Zealand. Benny is the most played person on the radio, uh, and then uh, why is Lego so expensive? But before any of that, uh, the Trump debate rages on, on Phil show. You're a Trump supporter, David?
1: Always have been, always backed him. Good, strong leadership, good, strong leader. Someone I'd suggest we need here in this country. I think it's disgraceful what the Democrats are doing, and um, it's going to backfire on them. David, can I ask one question that I ask a lot of my friends who are Trump supporters? Um, are you concerned at all about his mental state when three times during this year, and it's on video, you can look it up on YouTube, it's not fake news, he has said that his father was born in Germany when his father was born in New York, his own father. Now, does that to you suggest either that he's a congenital liar or that there's some form of senility kicking in? Well, you may have been having a lend. I don't know where this German business came from. I haven't heard
2: that one. Um, well, I just think it's felt like a... like. Um, an unreal reality that we've been living in is like ever since he got elected. Yeah. And I was thinking that to when George Bush got elected, um, there was a lot of controversy over whether it was actually legitimate or not. Mm. And like I I just remember thinking for the entire like after he got elected, after Trump got elected, I was just waiting for news to come out that there were fraudulent votes. Mm.
0: and
2: stuff like that. But it never really came and it I don't know it's just Amazing to me
1: that he it, it, it really got in there.
0: Well, I think you're right. A lot of people, particularly with that election with 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 um, Donald Trump, is nobody saw it. Least of all the pundits and all the polls. Well,
1: you would have thought, to be honest, that when that tape emerged from him talking with Billy Bush on the bus about how he can grab women, yeah, yeah, and we won't, I won't say obviously, I'm not going to say exactly what he said because it's too cr- it's too crude to even say. But you bizarrely would have thought enough, that most people, it's his own voice. That a lot of voters would have, especially women voters, would have gone, that's it, man, I'm not voting. But bizarrely
0: enough, Phil, I think the reverse is true that people go, he's sort of one of the guys? He's a bloke. He's a bloke? Well, he's not one of my blokes. Because I can tell you something for nothing, my blokes are far too afraid of women to talk like that. Or certainly to do that. Uh, Let's test people for drugs uh, when they're driving. Seems like a bad idea, that combination.
3: The biggest issue with roadside testing is likely to be police time and cost. Roadside saliva tests are not reliable enough without a backup lab test. A full blood analysis covering most illegal and prescription drugs costs around $600. Detecting CINIs requires another test again. In 2012, uh, Australian researchers estimated each drug test cost about 143 Australian dollars including police time but they use saliva for both roadside detection and lab confirmation tests so yes drug testing is going to be a whole lot more expensive than alcohol testing but seriously when you look at the the toll that drug drivers have taken on society when you count the cost of the lives drug drivers destroy Surely it is cheap at twice the price.
0: Yeah, I think I'd probably rather pay for the testing than have people dying. I'm just trying to do the math. Seems like the paying is probably worth it. Uh, We've got too many tourists... Our tourism industry is too successful. God damn it. I was part of a big line of cars following a camper van up the state highway yesterday. I'm not
1: in a rush, so I don't care. It's only doing 70 taking in the views. That's what they're here for, to be awed by vistas that you and I pretty much take for granted. So this report warning tourism is ruining what makes us special is actually stuff we've all quietly known for a little while, eh? Upton says uh, we've got issues because of the numbers, almost four million from overseas now. And on top of that, all the travel we'd like to do ourselves, exploring home. It's not just about traffic, is it? It's loss of quiet water quality, the amount of rubbish, overloading of the infrastructure and, dare I say it, greenhouse gas emissions. And uh, I live in Northland these days, a big tourist area. I was only saying to someone in the village the other day, wow, is it holiday season or what? More cars. So many camper vans. People in the shops, people in the caps. Thing is, you know, those businesses in more remote places need a good summer so they can just break even, provide a service to the locals through the winter. That's a fact. That's what it's like. Go and ask the business. Uh, I really liked what we just heard from uh, Regina Scavens at Massey, balancing what's often said about backpackers and freedom campers. They stay longer. They go to more remote Places they spend money, more money overall. But looking at the big picture, are we at peak tourism or close to peak tourism? Mm, kind of think we're pretty much there at the moment without more infrastructure and that kills what we've got. So how do we stop it? That's the question.
0: Seems like the reason we don't want so many tourists is because we don't have the infrastructure to support them. Can't we just have the infrastructure to support them? can't it, why can't it pay for itself like why can't the tourism industry if it's making all this money why can't that pay for the extra roads and public toilets and things like that there, there's something I'm missing here I don't know what it is uh have you I hope you haven't missed Benny this year she's the most played uh, artist on New Zealand radio uh
2: Benny's real name is Stella Bennett but uh, we all know her as Benny hello Benny hello How are you feeling about this news that you're the biggest played uh, artist of the year?
4: It's pretty insane, isn't it? It's
2: quite wild. Well, in what way?
4: I mean, I just don't really understand it, but I mean, it's awesome.
2: I'll explain it to you. (laughs) Yes, you're 19. Yes, you've had a few songs, and yes, they've been kind of hits, but this one really (laughs) got in with the people, and they really liked it, and they played it on the radio, and the radio stations (laughs) got more popular because you wrote in really awesome songs. So how does that make you feel?
4: Thank you. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's,
2: it's very hey, cool. So, so uh, for those people who don't know you, um, you are nineteen. You're from Graylin. You went to St Mary's <laughs> College. When did you get into music?
4: Um, 2017, when I my last year of high school. It's when I started properly making music, recording.
2: So you've been doing it, as many kids do, uh, for, for a lot of your mm-hmm. life, but you the, the thing about you getting into music is that you've always struggled yeah. with dyslexia, and then you found that yeah. making music actually was the thing that clicked. Is that true?
4: Yeah, definitely. I think um I've always kind of loved, like, writing and kind of creative writing and stuff, and I love, like, English in high school and stuff and, and writing, Um, but it was definitely kind of, a thing having the dyslexia that kind of held me back a little bit from being like you know properly kind of being really good at it because I was being marked and obviously I muddled up a lot but I think I found with songwriting there weren't really like I didn't really have any kind of boundaries or anything. Well,
0: she's nice isn't she uh, um, I, Why did Andrew Dickens have to tell everybody what her real name was? Uh, I don't think it matters that her real name is Stella and I really hope that the New Zealand media doesn't do what they did for, with Lord for so many years and probably still always will and insist on telling everybody that her real name's Awa. so it's, it's, Why are you just trying to prove that you've done a little bit of Wikipedia-style research? Although I must admit I was a bit confused when Benny first came on the scene because I, I, I initially thought that it was Benny Tiffany who's another New Zealand artist but he's a bloke and she's not a bloke so... It's not that confusing, Lindsay. We move on quickly to Marcus talking about Lego. This is going to be the last thing of the year. Better be good, Marcus. And then we went to the Lego shop.
2: And the Lego shop was quite remarkable. And I got tired in the Lego shop and tapped out and went to where we're staying for a sleep. And um, I've since spoken to Vanessa about how much was spent at the Lego shop. And there's a five in it, which I was surprised about. And. Um, and the five wasn't the second or the third digit. I thought, well, wow, that's a lot of Lego. That's a lot of Lego. Wow. And we're supposed to be all about saving the environment and buying local. That's a lot of plastic from Denmark.
0: Uh, Lego is expensive. It's always been expensive. But goddamn, it's worth it. Um, probably the only thing that is better than Lego, as far as I'm concerned, is bourbon. Um, and to be fair, you can't actually build bourbon into a spaceship. So maybe Lego, although you can't drink Lego. So, you know, there's arguments for and against. I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, sounding a bit random? Must be time to wrap the year. That's been Newstalk ZB. I think I'll see you round about January 16th.